Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know the dish fried chicken was originally made from armadillo? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why instead of fried chicken, people called it armadillo chicken. <laughs> <laughs> For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to check out some cool merchandise and our other podcasts, visit us at armadillo.club. Sun's going down in Bontemps, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 1 through 3 of Deadlocked, book 12 in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, in the aftermath of Eric's maker's family visit and subsequent destruction, Sookie is looking for her next danger fix. Luckily, Victor Madden seems determined to top Sookie's to-kill list with attacks coming from every angle. So Sookie, the chain-fighting waitress telepath, is out for blood. But not like in the vampire way, you know. Uh, also, there's a bit in there where Sookie's friends and family try to surprise her with a naked Alcide in her bed and she kicks everyone to the curb. And there's also this magical wishing MacGuffin that belonged to her grandmother and was passed down to her. And there's a bit where Sandra Pelt attacks and they kill her and jam her body into the Fairyland mail slot. So yeah, there's was a lot that going Sandra on. Sandra Pelt. Yeah, that yeah. was Sandra Pelt. No, but that wasn't Debbie Pelt. They just buried Debbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah they just buried, buried Debbie. Pelt. They, but they got bored with burying people, <laughs> so they jammed Sandra Pelt through the Fairyland Fairy mail Pelt. slot, <laughs> and she got ground up by some kind of something. Yeah. Anyway, the important thing is that Sookie and company finally decide to overthrow Victor Madden with an incredibly confusing and convoluted plan involving Bubba, a sniper, poison drinks, and some dick ripping, and just a whole lot of violence in general. Uh, but in the end, the plan is successful. Eric wins and Victor is dead. I guess we'll see what that aftermath looks like. Honestly, this one was like a really difficult one to write. Uh, it felt like this last book was like a grab bag of villains and visitors, so it was, mm -hmm. it was yeah. wild. Yeah. Agreed. Every time I hear Victor Madden, I get it confused with John Madden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the vampire? No, no, the football commentator. No, no. <laughs> and then Victor looked at Sookie and said, boom, tough acting to act. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We need to start this the best way there always is to start a book by judging its cover. Yeah. This is an interesting one. It's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still on theme, right? Sookie flying through the air, riding random shit. Yeah. And this time it's the Cluviel door, Sookie's new best friend. Oh, is that what it is? I thought it was yeah. just like a book or something. <laughs> no, like she was going to no. date a book. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely the Cluviel door because it's small and green and it's like it's like a makeup compact. And apparently she's just writing this thing to the mailbox to drop off a letter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it looks like it. Yeah, this is what she does now. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the mailbox. Well, she, you know, she <laughs> keeps thinking like, I want to save my wish for something really important. <laughs> Boy, I don't feel like walking down the mailbox. <laughs> she lives out in the country. That mailbox is really far. Yeah, yeah, she mentions it's down the like all the way down her gravel driveway. Yeah, gravel right. It is the nice gravel, but still. Yeah. Yeah. So she rides the Cluviel door to her mailbox, and then she's used up her wish, so she has to walk back. <laughs> uh, I was confused. Is the letter supposed to be the letter from Grand? Because that was last book. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe we'll find out. In maybe the, something in this the book? scene. Yeah, but yeah. so far. Uh, that's that's the only letter that seems iconic enough. But we got the the wolves hanging out down below, so I guess there's going to be more werewolf 
action. There's wolves and bats, so I'm and guessing bats. they're all just jealous that she's not riding them, because you know, usually Probably. she's riding around supernatural creatures. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's okay, you ride. Oh, that's okay. Right. <laughs> it looks like those wolves are peeping up her skirt, which is a little creepy. That yeah. that is in character for the werewolves that we've met. Oh yeah, absolutely. They are they're super creeps. Mm-hmm. Chapter one. It is ladies' night at hooligans. Yeah, they have all gathered to watch her cousin undress on stage. Like that's not the weirdest fucking thing, right? <laughs> not in Louisiana. <laughs> well, and for Suki, I guess that's not even like in the top ten, right? Yeah, Suki's main problem with this is that she's seen it all already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not even a show to me. Yeah, I see that dick every day. <laughs> and I really like in the acknowledgments. Uh, Charlene Hare said, "My sincere gratitude to Stefan Diamante." of Body Rocks for his Male Strippers 101 course. So she did the research. <laughs> yeah, way to go. She got in touch with Stefan Diamante, who everybody knows is, you know, the premier male stripper expert. Right, yeah, yeah. This, scholar. This is, this is professionalism. For it her. is, yeah, yes. He's got a PhD in rocking that body. <laughs> oh, that's but great. But it was a fun scene. There's a bunch of displaced fae there, which nobody can recognize, none of the humans can recognize, but Sookie does. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All that glamours or, or whatever you call it. Yeah. Spells. We also learned apparently Sookie let Claude move back in with her, despite all of that bullshit in the yeah. previous... I, I mean, I get it. You know, she doesn't have any sense of self-preservation, so why would she? Know? Right, yeah. The danger level dropped off, and she just, I don't know, didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need, like some, need some wild cards in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, how depressing would that be, though? You come from this amazing, magical other world. You get locked over here in a strip club in a small town in rural Louisiana. Like, yeah. But all those words are the most depressing thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, like the, what is it, like your uncle's orgy, like in the previous book? Oh, the world's <laughs> saddest orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out of like the partially abandoned lake house uh-huh. with all the like cast off furniture from Goodwill. Yeah, I mean, speaking of weird shit that, you know, Sookie's been involved in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk, you know, like it's ladies now, so they do like sexy boy talk, sexy elf talk, sexy haircut talk, you know. Um, and, the, and Eric comes up as part of this like sexy boys conversation and Sookie thinks about how Eric and Pam just like don't seem to give, they don't seem to understand the concept of strip clubs or what the big deal is, you know? Sure. So it's, I think it's like interesting that after a thousand years, they're like, yeah, sure, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's a body. Who gives a shit? They're like, is Eric okay with this? She's like, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, we, we can tell it's probably going to be a really big fairy book because we've got Claude and Dermot back and there's just a lot of exposition about what's going on in the fey world mm-hmm. or with the fey world, rather. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a fun Sookie description. Quote, Holly looked wise, which was kind of a stretch for her. <laughs> oh, come nice. on, Sookie. Yeah. Oh, we get a lot of these. I, I wrote know, down yeah. some good singers. I, I wrote down that one. I got another one, too. But like, yeah. <laughs> Sookie, Holly's... Good. She's a good person. Like she's right? really nice. Like in, yeah. arguably one of Sookie's best friends now that the <laughs> what's her name uh, ditched her. Right. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. the other ones are all dead, and that one went crazy. Arlene. She's yeah. in prison, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh shit! One of the strippers is JB. Yeah, it, I think it's ironic. This this happens immediately after Tara throws a bunch of small-minded shade on the hallowed profession of stripping, right? <laughs> and then out, out struts her hot but very dumb husband, JB. Super awkward. He's, uh-huh. he's, so when he comes out, she mentions that he's dressed as a construction worker in fake blue jeans. Like, <laughs> of all the parts that could, of that costume that could be fake, why the blue jeans? <laughs> uh, maybe they have tearaway or oh, something? That's what I was figuring, because it's really hard to get in and out of blue jeans. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's part of the fun, right? When you're up there stripping, you like make a whole thing about uh, how many wiggle out of them. You know, I 
I don't think I've ever actually seen a stripper of any gender, but I think I think that's, that watching them actually undress is not the fun part. Is right? it not? Oh. Like from an actual, like, unbutting, unbuttoning their shirt, you know, doing 20 buttons or Wait, something. Wait, th- then why not just have them come out naked? Uh, well, then they wouldn't be a stripper. They would just be a stripped. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Guys, we should watch Magic Mike. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I think, I, I think sure. I've seen that one. I haven't seen the second one. Uh, listeners, stay tuned for our next podcast series on Magic Mike. <laughs> it's just going to be all Channing Tatum movies. All the Channing Tatum movies. <laughs> I, I thought we'd just watch Magic Mike Jupiter over and over Ascending? again. I love that movie. Yeah, Jeff is one of the th- like three people in the world who love Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, and one of them is Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum's mom and Jeff. That's all it is. <laughs> right. Good movie. I'll stand up. That movie is better than more than half of the Star Wars movies. Oh, what? I mean, no, this, you're well, wrong. You're so wrong. I don't know. There's I would, a lot of Star Wars movies. Now. I would literally rewatch Attack of the Clones and all that bullshit before I would watch Jupiter Sending again. Except we're going to do it for this podcast, so. <laughs> gotcha. It's literally my least favorite movie in the world. Jupiter Sending? Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. You just need to give it another try. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? Why, Jeff? Ugh. Listeners. Space rollerblades. He's a dog man with space rollerblades. And there's a bee person. There's a bee named, named Stinger. <laughs> Wasn't that his name? I think it Sean was. Bee? Stinger or something. Sean B. And he, like, he's forced to worship her because she's a queen. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, that's I love it. Anyway. <laughs> So, I feel like I don't even know you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I think you know Jeff very well. This is, <laughs> this is on brand. But Sookie does a really good job. She really is thinking there. She has, when, when JB comes out, she immediately spins it that, oh, it's so sweet. He's doing it to save up money for the babies that Tara's going to have. Yeah. And then a couple of their friends make up lies to back her up. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's like a polite Southern thing, but this seemed actually kind of shitty to me, like lying to her about why her... Husband yeah. is stripping a high. Yeah, they don't even about. know what the game is here, right? Yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought it was nice. Like, yeah. He's he's gonna be doing it, so make up something credible. I guess, but mm-hmm. I mean, he, is he gonna is he gonna back that up? He's not smart enough to lie, right? Yeah, I, I believe it's here that Sookie remarks. JB's mind is like an open book with maybe two words per page. <laughs> you got Brutal. it. Yeah. I do love it, oh. though. Um, the women are trying to make poor Tara feel better as she's sitting there watching <clears throat> her baby daddy strip. And uh, one of the women says, your babies are going to be so gorgeous and coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll be up on that pole someday. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> so oh. you, you've been pregnant when you're like big time pregnant like about to pop or yeah do you want to go to a strip show and like see some sexy stuff i remember being very randy a whole lot towards oh, the end so maybe this would so work. yeah maybe this would do it for me yeah. i mean you know tara steps away when jb uh starts dancing but when she comes back she seems like she's kind of warmed up a little bit you know so maybe this like unlocked a kink for her who knows you know yeah <laughs> He's gonna be stripping a lot more at home like, yeah, jb bring back those fake blue jeans <laughs> But Sookie gets home and Niall shows up after all that bullshit about closing off the two worlds. He's like, oh, I just widened the portal in your woods. It's just what the fuck? Total, total <laughs> BS. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, man, fairies. This is this is this is totally right, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's still super weird about Dermot, too. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I liked, <laughs> Sookie actually mentions, like, what about that body? 
I, I, I dropped through the mail slot, and he's like, oh, totally consumed. Don't do that too much. We don't want too much crowding around the portal. Crowding? <laughs> 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 what, what does that mean? <laughs> the creatures that are looming on the other side? Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, we, maybe we shouldn't go visit the Fey world, you guys. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, but he, I mean, oddly enough, he doesn't seem that put out by the fact that she jammed a body in there, so, right. you know. Yeah, it's really just like a... a Inconvenient issue. Right, exactly. <laughs> kind of slaps her hand. Her What is it? Slap the wrist? What is it? Yeah, slap, slap on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sookie, Niall smells blood and talks about it. And Sookie has trouble remembering whose blood it is. Know, right? Not only whose blood it is, but if it is one of the pelts, which pelt it is. <laughs> like, oh man, where to begin, you know? Yeah. He's like, I smelled blood on the driveway. And she's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to get more specific, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when they're talking, when you ask kind of what she's been up to, she attempts to explain strip clubs to her, her <laughs> grandfather. He's like even more confused. Yeah. He's like, why, if you want to see someone naked, why wouldn't you just go ask them? <laughs> He's like, well, you know. It's like is. when you have to explain a joke and you just feel dumber and dumber the more you try to explain it. Yeah. Basically. Oh, oh, one thing I forgot to mention. Uh, one of the strippers, uh, Sookie notes that he was dressed like an angel and he had invisible wings. Yeah, so he was actually... Something. So there are angels yeah. like Claudine was trying to become. Oh, and yeah. they're fey. It's angel or like I guess a counterpart to a demon. Because mm-hmm. there was a demon one too. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's right. Kinda, I don't know. I just sort of assumed angels would like go somewhere else and not be stripping. Well, apparently not. Apparently they, you know, they got to get the job done too. Well, if we decide to read the Midnight Texas series, there's some angels in there. Oh. Are they strippers? Uh, no. Sorry, that's a spoiler. Yeah, know. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, they're, she's hanging out with Niall and Claude and Dermot arrive. Yeah, I, I gotta say, this this whole conversation with Niall is kind of weird, and they always are, right? Like, I, I actually enjoy the way Niall is characterized in these books because they talk about how the Fae are these, like, completely alien entities, mm-hmm. unlike any other of the supernatural characters she deals with. And Niall, being the Feyest of the Fae, he always, he always, his interactions are always like that, where... You know, you, you feel like you're following the thread and then he says something that doesn't necessarily make sense or he answers a question in a way that just doesn't quite follow. And it's because he's he, he's like in a different world, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. literally. But um, but yeah, when when Dermot and Claude do show up, uh, he com- conspicuously refuses to acknowledge Dermot. Yeah. Chapter two, Sookie demands that Niall explain why he's such a dick to Dermot, who is you know, his own son. Yeah, YOLO shotgun Sookie goes the direct route and is just like, so, what's the deal? And, uh, you know, he's, he's a little weird about it. Um, he, she, she tries to unravel this fairy beef, and it, I, I mean, it kind of works, but I feel like she's just digging up more layers of fairy bullshit as she goes, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's like, well, I didn't curse him, but how'd you hear that I cursed him? Well, this guy told me. Who told that guy? I don't know. He's dead. You know, it's just like, you killed him, Sookie, with the, with the trowel. Yeah. That was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> right out there on the, the killing floor. The <laughs> yeah. So Niall orders Claude to come back to Ferry to figure out where this rumor came from that Niall had bespelled Dermot. Yeah. Which, so uh, they leave. Which I guess he didn't because they don't lie. He said he, he said he didn't. Yeah. So yeah. That's true. It's interesting. Yep. So from there, Sookie and Dermot have a very uncomfortable conversation about why she won't sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fairies. Read a room, Dermot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she feels, so in response, she locks her door and feels guilty about it. But all I could think of was like, considering the, like, the ridiculous volume of people who end <laughs> up 
uninvited in Sissy's <laughs> bedroom, I think he's like locking the door is long overdue, right? There's yeah. going to be, when she wakes up in the morning, there's going to be people in the driveway confused because they can't figure out how to get into her house. Yeah, like, right. Where do I sit? <laughs> <laughs> how do I enter? So, yeah, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. Uh, but the next morning, Mustafa Khan shows up and he's still a huge dick. He's dropping off the V-mail. The V-mail? Yeah, vampire, vampire mail. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, he has three messages for Sookie. The first is that Philippe de Castro, who's the king of Louisiana and now Louis King, excuse me, the king of Nevada and now Louisiana, is coming to Shreveport to discuss VMAD's disappearance. Mm-hmm. And Eric wants Sookie to come greet him. Of course, yeah, you know, and of course, this is something that Sookie should, under no circumstance, do, which right. means she's definitely going to do it. Yeah, right? of course, she's already yeah. figuring what she's going to wear. Right, right. I'm yeah. just going to get the time off work. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is a cryptic message from Pam about how this is quote the hard time that will show what she is made of. Whatever that means, I mean, like at, at this point, like. Hard times for Sookie. I mean, like, yeah. what even counts, you know? Like, yeah. Remember when those fairies were eating her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got like, tortured by those fairies. Ago? Yeah. yeah. She and, still got the scars. And from from vampire's perspective, we already know what Sookie's made of. Delicious fairy blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And then number three, Mustafa personally warns Sookie about Janelin because... Janelin knows that Sookie gave Sam money to help out the bar, and Janelin is very jealous about that, and she is also a crazy, literal bitch. Yeah, and there's a whole Alcide thing, too. Like, she kind of, like, low-key wants to hook up with Alcide, but he also wants to bone Sookie, so it's like, okay, well, you know. Uh, and, you know, I think we've seen that Janelin is not someone who processes her negative emotions in a healthy way. No. 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 Yeah. Mostly with crushing people's heads. Yeah. I, I think this is sad because it seems like Janelin is not going to survive this book. Is she, she, she's, she, like, climbing that list of people to kill, right? Yeah. yeah. You see it happening. Yeah, and I like Janelin. <clears throat> because of the head crushing? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get a great quote. I started to launch a boat full of worry. <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Charlene Harris is a really good, uh, really good writer. Yeah. Of these, like, southernisms, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, we got an even better one coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, Merlot is doing better, so that's nice. Yeah. So apparently since loaning Sam the money, he's kind of started treating her as, like, a part owner, paying her a little more money and giving her more responsibility, which... To me, it sounds like he just gave her the promotion that she's yeah. been needing. Yeah, hasn't she been working there for like yeah. six years? That's yeah. just a that's just a promotion, right? right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not really a promotion because she bought it. She bought it. She yeah. bought the company. Yeah, she was like, I expected him to pay me back in some sort of payment plan, but instead he just gave me a he promotion. Said he, he, Gave me a slight raise to my job working for this place. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, she uh-huh. should have brought a lawyer into that. She, she should have gotten, you get a contract. gotten some equity for this deal. Yeah. She should have, absolutely. I mean, maybe, maybe she has under-the-table equity, but, like, I mean, she needs, it on, she needs a contract. Yeah. Well, yeah, she definitely needs a contract, especially since you remember how she told Sam that he should go to the, like, super anti... The, the church? big anti-supernatural creature yeah. church. Yeah. And we were like, no, 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 do not do that. Uh, he's been going to Bigots R Us, and apparently it's been really good for him. Yeah, it's so, worked, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't lynched. Yeah, <laughs> luckily. Yeah. Uh, she has a little chat with the beer dist- distributor, who is very useful. He's like that guy in uh, Wheel of Time. The one who, uh, oh, yeah, the, the wagon driver, yeah. 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 Here's this awesome. Say, like, oh. So what's, uh, what's the backstory I'm going to need to understand the next few chapters? <laughs> well, here you go, young lady. <laughs> I've got it under control. Mm-hmm. But really the one uh, interesting thing he says is that the hair of the dog, which is the werewolf bar, is ordering blood. 
So yeah. there's some sort of where vamp shenanigans going on. Mm. That is true. Yeah. Um, but it, like otherwise, it's kind of a standard work day. Jason comes in. He's going to propose to Michelle. Aw. Yeah. Tara is not ready to talk about the JB situation very conspicuously. Sure. And Jalen comes in while Sookie is filling out tax forms and gets super weird about it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, this is floating right at the top of Sookie's to kill list, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're just, she and yeah. Sam are doing taxes together. Yeah, and, and, and Jalen flips, flips her wig and gets super crazy and almost attacks her, and there's this whole tense standoff scene. And yeah. Maybe taxes is just sort of like, her, her kink, you know, her, her thing. Like, oh, it could oh. be. Yeah. That was You're what we were going to do together. Yeah. 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 It's really important to me that Sam does taxes with me all night long. <laughs> do you fill out that 1095 with her, you bitch? Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. A juicy. But Sookie, quote, says, thought, thinks, I was out of that room as fast as a greased pig. Now <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. But yes, Jason is going to marry his girlfriend, Michelle, so that's nice. Yeah. Also, uh, JB comes in to get Sookie's advice on how to fix things with Tara. Mm-hmm. And Sookie tells him to be extra nice to Tara and not tell her that she looks fat and ugly. And JB absorbs the <laughs> advice in a way that kind of hints at just how dumb this kid is. He's like, oh, really? Huh. And he's like, but she is. <laughs> he's like, but you can't say that. <laughs> we've, we've got the Sookie scan, though. Oh, yeah. All right. I was still at Merlot's when JB came in about 10 minutes later. My friend, the secret stripper, was looking handsome and hearty as always. There's something about JB, something warm and simple that's really appealing, especially when added to his non-threatening good looks. He's like a great loaf of homemade bread. <laughs> <laughs> a great loaf of homemade bread. I mean, you know, it's... I'm a baker. I would actually yeah. consider that a huge compliment. Yeah, I was going to say that she's said worse things about him for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. She thinks a little bit about how she's kind of bummed to be dating a guy she can't have kids with, but she she gets over it pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, I guess India is the the new bartender, waitress, whatever. Yeah. And they talk about Vampire D for a little bit. And India, just like everyone else, throws a little bit of shade on Sookie for it, but I guess Sookie's kind of used to it at this point. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. realize this. The vampires are cold. Like, yeah. They're, they're, I thought they were room temperature. No, no. They're mm-hmm. literally cold. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And India's like, ooh, that's gross. But I was thinking, that's amazing. I mean, in Texas? Yeah. That might, be, that might be nice, right? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be a huge plus. I want to cuddle with someone who's not 100 degrees, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Chapter three. Oh, she's at home, and Pam calls saying that. Oh, wait, no. Or did she leave a message? I can't remember. Well, she's getting she, she's getting dressed first, right? So she's getting ready for her audience, uh, which is important because she reminds the audience about this wish in a box, which is definitely getting used in this book because they keep talking about it, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like this. I feel like this thing is burning a hole in Sookie's pocket at this point. You know, <laughs> it's been what two weeks since she discovered it. She cannot wait to use this thing. You know. I yeah. mean, based on the cover, I'm guessing she uses it to just pick up some mail, so. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, Sookie gets a phone call. Yeah, she gets a phone call from Sam saying that they're going to be meeting Philippe at Eric's house at 9, but then a little while later, Mustafa calls and says, nah, come at 10 o'clock instead. And that's not suspicious enough for Sookie to double-check anything. <laughs> right. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Sookie. So it's like two minutes later. It's like, come on. Yeah, this, this Mustafa Khan is acting super sus this entire book. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but there's definitely something up. Yeah, but she arrives at Eric's, and Bill warns her that she needs to leave. 
Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Bill should know better than this. <laughs> yeah, this is just going to make it worse, right? Yeah, Bill should be like, ah, turns out it's going to be a super boring party. They're just talking about, you know, boundary disputes and stuff. Really, real snooze fest in there. That'll turn her off. <laughs> no. Saying everybody who goes through that door is going to die. <laughs> so he's right through that door, right? <laughs> he's like, First in line. Vampires in there, possibly having sex, you know? And it's just like, whatever, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sookie's so he's on. And she gets inside, and Mustafa also warns her to leave. Yeah, like this guy doesn't even like her that much, and he's warning her. So this is this is interesting because to me, this is like Mustafa knows that warning her is exactly how to get her go to go no, in there, yeah, right? It's true. Yeah. Somebody yeah. told Mustafa. Yeah. <laughs> if Suki had any sense of self-preservation, she'd be rethinking this whole thing. She does not. <laughs> no. There's a raunchy party going on in the living room. Also, she's mentioned this a couple of times, and I and I imagine this is probably important. Mustafa's buddy Warren, the sniper, has not been seen. Like he, he usually rides around with Mustafa. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there when he, yeah. she, he when he was dropping off the email, and he's not there now. So I, I wonder if that's the thing. Yeah, he could be anywhere. Yeah, yeah. he's a sniper. He's probably in the trees watching. <laughs> uh, she goes into Eric's bedroom and finds him in there with a woman who's giving him blood and masturbating. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Yep. You know, mosquito. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it's just a gross, gross all around and uncomfortable. Something is off about Eric. He's drugged or something. And see, when Suki tries to do a a brain scan on her, what she manages to get from her brain is confusing too. You know, like self-loathing, something about money, like maybe hoping she dies. Yeah, it's definitely something weird going on here. Yeah, and the woman is aware who was paid to be there. But yeah, it's not clear at all what's going on. Yeah. But they... She... This young woman gets kicked out, and Sookie, Eric, and Pam kind of talk about what just happened. And Sookie's wondering where the Eric's regular security guard is. Um, oh, yeah, at the entrance to the community. Yeah, yeah. the entrance to the community. It's some new guy who just kind of lazily waved her through. And Eric says that the woman who was just there had had fairy blood and wanted to die. Yep. So the the best guess is that Eric was supposed to kill her right then and there, you know? She was a, a trap, a setup. Yep. Yeah, who knows? Because if um, Suki hadn't gotten there when she had and k- kicked this woman out, um, she could have died from blood loss. Yeah, uh, yeah. and she probably would have. But Eric even admits that he was losing control. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, so Suki is very angry at this point. But I'm not, I'm not sure that's reasonable given the circumstances. Like, well, she thinks about that too. Yeah, like. I, she gets it under control so they can deal with the more pressing matter of their imminent doom. But, like, in the, you know, it's just like, he's a vampire. He definitely drinks blood from other people. And, you know, I mean, like, this is, yeah, this is kind of the deal, right? Maybe she's under a lot of stress and, you know, being, she knows about it intellectually, but seeing it is a different thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, she's like gearing up for a really tense life or death negotiation with Felipe. And, and instead, she walks in on her boyfriend. Or vampire husband, whatever their relationship is, right. doing this weird thing. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That is fair. Mm-hmm. So they kind of table it. They return to the party in the living room to talk with Philippe. Um, <laughs> I, I really like this conversation. It, I enjoyed it yeah. too. Yeah, there was a lot of, well, if I did yeah, kill no. Victor, which I'm not admitting to. I admit nothing, but I could have. I know yeah. exactly how I would have done it. And if yeah, I had I done it, you would never find any evidence to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I did do it, here's why I might have done it. Yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's clear that, but it, it also seems really clear that there's some other shit going on here. Like some of the conver- some of the conversation with Philippe and uh, his his second command guy is a little weird, you know, yeah. it's clear he's like covering something up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, 
I think Eric's going to get a promotion, right? That's what I've always thought. The vampires don't care about this, right? Mm-hmm. Kill your boss. They love that. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't get just don't get caught. Don't make it obvious. And that's like, you know, yeah, yeah. that's perfect. That's just a, that's peak a, vampire. another qualification, right? Discretion. Discretion. Mm-hmm. There's a great bit where uh, Philippe is talking to his minion and telling him not to underestimate Sookie. And he lists the various supernatural creatures that she's killed already <laughs> yeah. that he knows of. So he's like, oh, yeah, that's not even the whole list. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, miss some. Yeah. Uh, it's like, how do, you, how do you know about... He, he mentions that she's killed a, a were. She's like, I wonder which one he means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, over the time frame of these books, right? Mm-hmm. Does she have the highest kill count in that room? Right? Possibly. Well, it's hard to tell during, like, the witch war and stuff how many during people the big were killed. That's yeah, a good point. The yeah. big melees, but, mm-hmm. yeah. But probably. Yeah. Like, Comparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely more than, uh, like... Well, yeah, Pam and Eric, it's hard to say, yeah. She's probably killed more supernatural beings than any other human out there. It's possible, yeah. 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 She's like Van Helsing. She's like the, <laughs> the hunter. Yeah. Fairy, a few fairies, multiple vampires, a couple wares. Yeah, two to three wares. Yeah. yeah. You, you'd think that they'd all be looking out for her by now, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah keep the name watching back or you'll get a trowel in it. <laughs> Ask about me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you get a trowel and you'll be thrown through a portal and eaten by something. <laughs> eaten and pooped out by something. Yeah. yeah, nobody will know what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this earth. But yeah, it's just a very tense conversation where, and Suki and others kind of try to push that uh, Victor Madden sucked and was losing money. Yeah. Yeah, so. there's a bit where Sookie mentions that she uh, she heard from the beer delivery guy, yes, that beer delivery guy, <laughs> <laughs> that he hadn't been paying his bills or whatever. It's like, oh, this is just a, a trouble waiting to happen, you know? Wow, yeah, that's a really, really helpful beer delivery guy. I know, really, yeah. Uh, and they also discuss this mystery woman. She told Philippe that she'd been called to service Eric, and nobody knows how she got there, like literally how she got there, how yeah. she got into Eric's room. Right. Um, yeah, Pam totally admits that she and Sookie killed those two vampires, though, that uh, yeah, V-Mad yeah, yeah, sent yeah, after yeah. them. She was going to, I guess Sookie was going to, like, not say that. Pam's like, oh, yeah, no, we did that. Yeah. And they're like, which one did she get? And she's like, Sookie got the big one. <laughs> <laughs> she got Bruce. Yeah, the big guy. Man, her street cred must be so high. I know, right? Yeah. But then Bill interrupts. The woman who was with Eric is dead on the lawn, and the police are there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a stitch up. Yep, it's and, a great job. And we meet Detective Kara Ambriselli, who I liked. I liked her a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's cool. Yeah, even though uh, Eric breaks every rule that I heard you're supposed to have, he invites her. He invites her in and lets her like look around. Right. No, where's your no, lawyer, Eric? You never do that. You never let the cops come in, right? Well, here's the thing, right? Especially not if you yourself don't know what's going on. Yeah. And you don't know what's in your house or what's not. Well, here's the thing, right? Like they stall her at the door for like two to three minutes. And the, the house is full of vampires. And nobody covers up a crime scene like a vampire, right? That's yeah. true, right? <laughs> like, she might have walked in to find half the house destroyed and be like, there's just a tornado came through. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that tornado? That was crazy. Yeah, indoor, you know, sometimes it travels down the power lines, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Suki, when, when she saw the vampires trashed in the place, she was so mad because they had finally gotten everything cleaned up after Alexi. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. They were messing up Eric's furniture and that really pissed Suki off. <laughs> yeah, more than anything, it was like, Blood on the upholstery and like that, that chick who is dancing on the table with her stilettos or whatever. Not cool. Not. Mm-hmm. She, like in her head, she's like, I'm going to have to call the guy who 
read read your pollsters and I have to have someone refinish that table. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sucky. Yeah, the fact there's a body on the lawn is like way down on her list of concerns. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, the police are going to take that away. Really is like she she shows she spends no time being shocked or horrified. Yep. About any of this. That's yeah. true. About the body specifically. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. It, it is funny. You're right. She spends more time being upset about the furniture getting damaged than she does about this dead girl. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That, Suki. That's Suki's priorities now. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Uh, so when the police do walk in, they find a very homey scene. Actually, vampires <laughs> sitting around just chatting. You so know. I watched the movie Clue recently. <laughs> I love that movie. It reminds yeah. me of that scene where they all pose the bodies like everybody's just having a party. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, we do finally get a round of introduct- introductions, yeah. including the wrestler T-Rex. T-Rex! Thad Rexford. <laughs> My new favorite character. Yeah. yeah, Thad Rexford. What kind of name is that? Doesn't matter. He goes by T-Rex. Even better. <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh, but They God. just picked him up with, like, with some girls yeah. at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how they roll, yeah. you know? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if he's connected to anything, but hey, T-Rex is here. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, I think Sookie's reading his mind at one point. He's trying to decide if it's a good or a bad thing that he's there at this murder investigation. He's like, I need to call my publicist. <laughs> this could just be street cred, you know? Right. Uh, one of the women with T-Rex identifies the dead woman. Her name is Kim. Kim. Yeah. Don't, don't but know. But they don't know anything else. Kim with a Y. Kim with a Y. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny because the detective is like doing her best to unravel the weird shit that she's walked in on. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone actually tells her the truth, as far as we know, right? That blew my mind, except for what Eric was doing with her. Right, right. That's the one thing they lie about. Uh, but, but not entirely, right? They do say that she was, they were drinking her blood because she, would, like, she volunteered or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they, it was Which mostly is true, I think, right? I totally thought we were heading to hasty cover-up territory. Mm-hmm. But none of the vampires just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, he was drinking from her. She walked in there. She died on the lawn. We don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, nobody knows where she came from. Then. Well, like she literally walked in like five minutes ago. Yeah, we're a bunch yeah. of vampires, but we're just hanging out and having a vampire party. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's possible someone's lying, but it seems like everybody might actually be telling the truth. But speaking of liars, where's Mustafa? Yes, yes, conspicuously missing. Yeah, he's missing, and he lied about Eric telling Pam to leave and go get rum earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Pam was out of the house. Yeah, why would he want to get rid of Pam? Maybe to isolate Eric? Well, the same reason he asked Suki to come an hour late. I think I think he's responsible somehow. So he's, he's part of this, or at least he's responsible for getting her in the house and that part of it. That's my best Must guess. Must be. Yeah. Bill mentions that he was supposed, he was guarding the house and he didn't see her come in. So. Yeah. So Mustafa. Must have somehow snuck her in. Oh, but she's aware too, right? Maybe yeah. she could like wolf sneak in. Maybe oh. that would be helpful. Or maybe I mean, she might not even be a werewolf. She could be a bat. Maybe she's flew in, like yeah. that one girl, Stella. Is it Stella? Luna. Luna. That's she right. Be a were snake. She'd be a were snake. What would be the best were sneaking thing? Were uh, were fly. I mean, were mouse, <laughs> right? Were mouse. They can get in until you well. run into a were owl. Yeah, true. Mm, that's really awkward. Or really, literally, any other kind of were. Think, think yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. I would mm. like to be a weremouse. I would like to be a little guy running around. Yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun until it isn't, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. In a safe, a safe weremouse. Right, right. There you go. Yeah. I would just be in a ball the whole time. Those little balls that you can like put hamsters in. Oh, yeah. I would just yeah. roll around the house and that is great. You go up and down the tubes. Okay, yeah, that would that be, be fun. Radical. All right, I'm, I'm coming around oh. on the idea of the weremouse. I loved that shit when I was a little kid. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, and the chapter ends with Sookie realizing that... She doesn't know if Eric or Pam actually killed Kim. Yeah. I she mean, doesn't se- know. Seems yeah. unlikely, but it's they, entirely they had like 10 minutes on their own where she was in the bathroom. And they're yeah. vampires and they kill people all the time because that's yeah. what vampires do. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess we have our Southern vampire mystery. I guess we do. Yeah. 
That's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be reading chapters four through nine of Deadlocked, the 12th book in the Southern Vampire Mystery Series. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have any of those things. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think might like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night. Okay. okay.